Big Better Best Books with authors, readers, and other endangered species. I'm your guide, Katerina Valentin. Come and join us. Welcome to this episode of Big Better Best Books podcast. And today we are talking about audiobooks. And with me, I have two audiobook recorders, which sound a little odd. I wonder if there's another word for that not recorders, but it's Mike Zulik and Megan Hill, who have both recorded audiobooks. And then I have Lolly Hancock, who is an audiobook listener. And so we're going to explore a little bit what gets created and what happens when you listen to audiobooks and when you record them. So let's actually start by talking to Max and Megan about recording audiobooks. When was the first time you recorded an audiobook? When did that occur and how did that occur for you? You can stop, Megan. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> you should um, use your audiobook reading voice here in the beginning, just so we have that clear. <laughs> oh. Well, that is interesting because you do have to, the whole process is quite intense. You would think that you just go and you read the book, but it's actually quite full on because they want to make sure for Audible, your voice has to be quite perfect and you can't have pauses and you can't be moving and touching the microphone. So that whole thing is pretty interesting, but I did my book, um, which was Write Riches for You, and I recorded it over the holidays. So it was, uh, the first recording was three days between Christmas and New Year's in the last, in 20, I guess, 2018, or I guess maybe newly 2019. And so I had like four recording sessions and showed up into a really cool studio. I wrote an entire blog or something about it. So maybe we can include that in the show notes and I don't have to tell the whole story here. But for me personally, when I recorded the book, I didn't realize how much it would change my life by being the voice of that. Because when you're reading and you have to be so present with every enunciation and every single word and the energy of being what the words are saying in the book, it changes you like nothing else I've ever seen while reading and speaking and just kind of taking it all in. Yeah. Well, we'll get back to that too and what it actually created. But Max, when was your first, like when, when was your first time? When did you start? Oh, well, my first time <laughs> was um, I was invited to read the Divorceless Relationship book by Gary Douglas, which is an incredible book. And I very happily accepted to read the book firstly because I tried to read the book several times for myself and I'd never really finished it. You know, I got sort of like a quarter or a bit more of the way through. And like Megan said beforehand, the way that content works on you, <laughs> because the sort of audio books we're talking about at the moment with Megan and I are really like, gosh, how would you describe it? Well, it's access consciousness. And these books have this, well, the content rather has this profound way of changing you. Like it's very pragmatic tools to change things in your life. For example, Megan was talking about the right riches book. It's very, you know, it's all about money and wealth and riches and so forth and how you can start generating that in your life. Divorceless relationship is about how do you not divorce yourself in relationships? Cause so many of us, basically we give ourselves up to be in a relationship. Both you and Megan has mentioned is it, it's, there's an energy in a book, any, every book includes an energy and these books include it even more because they're actually based on an energetic change that can be created through words. So what I would say, one of the 
if we go back even to when I started to listen to audiobooks, when I was a kid, I used to bring books to the dinner table and I would read the books like under the table and pretend I didn't have the book because I found normal life really boring <laughs> and I found family dinners extremely boring. So I used the books that I would read them under the table so that I could kind of, I think, you know, really get through dinner. So, and I got yelled at a lot for this, like having the book. But then when I got older and the audiobook started to come out, for me, it was like I could bring that whole world that a book is with me. I could walk in the woods. I could do the dishes. I could, like, I could, I could you know, be in life while still have this energy that for any book for me has. Even, even fiction has that for me. Like, books has this energy that they can change things in my brain, in my, what I sense, what I know, how I experience things. So, but that energy for me, when you have an audiobook, is completely different than I was reading under the table because suddenly somebody else is reading to you. So if you look at that, Max, and go back to, so you were actually, you're reading the words that Gary Douglas has written about relationship, and then you have to take his his voice and his words and then you're you're adding your voice somehow to that would that be yes correct? yeah and I had to read several parts like a bunch of times because it was working on me to a degree where like I couldn't read it properly but it was changing things in my universe that I had to read again to actually get more so what he was saying and more like you said the energy of the words and then convey that in a way that would actually get that across, not just reading the words. So for Megan, for you, when you were reading it, did your energy change like from who you would normally be like? Oh, did, yeah. you, <laughs> did you become, I know it sounds weird, but did you become another person is my, I guess that's my question, but it's not, it, it should be put better, but that's if you could take the starting point there. <laughs> yes. And you know, I've never done another audiobook before, so I have, I have no clue if it's just the magic of the words of Gary Douglas and Dane here and, and the intense presence they invite you to with the topic. But for me, I remember those three days. It's like the first day I was so stressed out. I had, you know, I had my kid with me. It was Christmas, like Christmas time and everything was crazy. And I just wanted to get through it. You know, I was like, okay, how fast can I read this book? If it, they say it's going to take me three days, you know, four hours, like two to three hours a day for the next three days, I'm a fast reader. I could actually probably get this done in like two days, you know? So I was thinking like, get in there, get it done. And then because of the, the you know, the topic was money. So I, I didn't necessarily go in thinking that my entire life would change, but that first day I'm reading the book and whatever wall I had up in my world, whatever stress I had going on, it started melting because I had to actually show up and be present and be so present with every single word. Because like Max said, it's working on you. So you're reading it and your brain is changing, your world is changing. And there were several times where I had to take a break because I couldn't even read the words on the page anymore because of whatever that changes that's going on with you know the processes and, and all of that. So it's so funny because, you know, when you have that edge in your world and you just want to get something done and you're just, mm. you're not necessarily present with what's possible, with the miracles that are possible by reading a book like this. And I think by the second hour, 
whatever was going on in that book, like the conversation of, of, of contribution and the gift that the universe can be to you, I just started crying. <laughs> so then I'm reading and crying and have to pause because I'm crying. And that occurred every, every single day. I would get to another place or a space where it would, it would be so, so present in my world that it would just, I was moved to tears each and every day based on the, the change and the, the invitation that the words in that book were. And, you know, I think it's funny because if, if you think back on when you were a small kid, I don't know, like a young, a really small kid, when your parents read to you, I'm guessing most of us at least had parents who read to us, where you would lay in bed and they would read the books. And when I've been a parent and reading the book, there is something that you do have to be very present when you read a book. It's kind of like the energy goes through you when you're reading it. So you were being the channel for the yeah. energy, kind of like you are as a parent when you read for your kid, because you, you want, you want the kid to get the worst, but you also want the kid to get the energy of the book or the story or whatever that is. Yeah. Let me just, let me jump to Lale. So you, you are an audiobook listener too. What's your sense when you listen to audiobooks? What, what makes you listen to them and, and what's your, what's your experience of that? Well, it's interesting. My parents didn't read a lot of books to me, <laughs> for me, and I loved books growing up. It was like one of the fun things that I really enjoyed, like you said, under the table. And so the busier my life got, actually having the time to pick up a book and physically be able to read it just didn't happen. So audiobooks have been such a gift for me because I can still work. I can still do the things I have to do, even run errands and still have it playing in the car for me or on the airplane or wherever else I am. And there's such a different, like you guys were talking about, when someone else is reading, it's not just they're reading the words, they're also inviting you to a different energy of the words and beyond the words. And so for me, it really is, like it transforms me to a different world. And I love it. I really enjoy the audiobooks and especially the books that Max and Megan were talking about. They're two of my favorite books so far. I mean, I have so many, but they are because they really invite you. And the thing is, each time you hear it, it's like you discover the book from a different place. And I hear things and I perceive things I didn't even hear the first time. So it's actually so much fun for me to re-listen to a book that I've even heard before, or I've actually picked up and read the physical book and just get to experience something different. It is interesting because listening to a book is very different than reading it. I read whole paragraphs when I read books. I don't read every single word or even sentences. I, that I read books really fast and I read whole paragraphs. Well, while you are on an audiobook. You can't skip parts yeah. <laughs> like that because somebody else is reading them for you. So I'm also wondering, Max and Megan, when you've been reading this, Megan, you were saying you came in there with this energy of getting it done, you know, Christmas time. I don't have this much time. Is it strangely a way of slowing you down to presence? Would that be something that would occur or how would you... Yeah. I mean, imagine if everything that you ever read, you took the moment 
that moment to just be so present with each and every word and every pause and every energy that each word invites you to. Yeah. And so often we don't read like that. You know, it's like, it's like you said, when you were reading, when you read to your kids or when you were read, if you were read to as a kid, it has that same space. Like you sort of just, you know, you take that moment to be there with that book. And that's what this was like. And especially I think now in today's world of, smartphones and like you're you're literally doing 85 different things at once and something about being extremely present with each and every word is just it's just a different experience and like you said there's there's the act of listening there's the act of reading there's the act of actually saying it out loud and all of it is so different and how it actually changes your entire way I guess of embodying in some way so I love the idea of listening <laughs> and and actually saying each word out loud because there's this way in which it actually makes you be present with every word. And Max, so you were reading this book, Divorceless Relationship, correct? That's the one you were talking yeah. about, the first yeah. one. That's and the first one I so spoke I, about. So were you aware of the people that were going to listen to you when you were, does that make sense? Like, so when you're reading yeah. it, were you already aware of people listening to it? Well, I would say at the beginning, I was hyper aware of people listening to it, like super aware. And I was like very concerned about what I would sound like. And am I talking too fast? Or am I sounding weird? Or am I, you know? Well, what I'm looking at is when you're reading, how aware are you? Because when you're reading to a kid, for example, you're aware of that kid's not well reactions, but also like how present are they? How awake are they? Are they following the story? Are they, you know, yeah. when you when you're reading out loud, because we rarely read out loud to to adults. That's why the kid keeps coming out. But so when you were reading this book, how much were you aware was, of how people would take it, like receive it? Well, like Megan said about the the pause earlier when reading it, for me it was sort of like letting the energy of the words reverberate through the pause and sort of allowing that to come through. It's sort of hard to speak about it in a sense, because it was sort of like being the space when reading the book and being engaged with the book uh, and the people that are going to uh, listen to those books in a way that it's, it's more of a space of being that's difficult to describe and it would change with different parts of the book as well. Hmm. And, and the interesting thing is actually, I also recorded Shannon O'Hara's talk to the entities book. And the energy was super different with the two different books. You know, one of them was default divorceless relationships written by Gary. The other one completely subject, different subject and written by Shannon and the energy of the different authors came through and the different content as well, which was really interesting. And it makes sense too. If it's an energetic, you know, it's an, it, it is the energy of the author and the book that you're conveying. Well, Lolly, when you're listening to books, doesn't matter who reads it. It sounds like a really stupid question, but do you have like favorites who reads it? Does it influence how you receive a book? We who won't be offended, it? Lale, promise. <laughs> <laughs> who is your favorite, Max? <laughs> <laughs> Speak you freely. Know, <laughs> you know, it's interesting. They were so different. They're such different books and from such different perspectives. I don't know that I can even answer that because it's just, it was such a different experience for me. Um, well, what if we, we also have, I think you've listened to 
uh, Dane here reading his own book, Being You, yeah. Changing the World. So that's another way where that occurs in audiobooks that the author reads their own books. It doesn't always happen, but it, it does, you know, there's certain books that are read by the authors. So what was that like for you without comparing to Megan and Max now? Yeah. What was it like hearing, hearing the author read his own book and his own words? It was so beautiful. And I'll tell you that particular book, I have the physical book, I have the audio book, and then I also have the Kindle version. And he invites you to something so different with even one word <laughs> and the energy that he brings into the audiobook. I, I, gosh, I, I don't even know if I have real words for it, but I loved listening to the author from what he wanted to convey, but then he also left room for me and my perspective and where I could take the information and have it be my voice moving it forward. And, you know, I've listened to some authors doing their own book and I have to tell you, I've turned it off and I've actually bought the book, the physical book instead, because not all of them engage the listener. They're just reading words where that particular book with Dane, he engages you in every single part of every part of that book. And, you know, it just was such a different experience for me. There's been a few in the past I've listened to that I really wanted to just send a note to the author <laughs> of like, you know, what would it be like if someone else was actually carrying the message for them? And of course, I never did that. But with Megan and with Max, I could still perceive the authors and there was this extension of their energies too. So it, it gave me even a, like a third perspective of something else with each word. So it was just such a different experience with all three books that you described. And what I love about audiobooks is if something pings me, like I want to actually go to that section and re-listen to it. And it makes it so easy to do that with an audiobook. You could just go poof and then re-listen. So just another part of it of what I enjoy. But you know, it's very funny. You could also, if you read a book, just go back those pages and reread it. I know. But this time I could do it like 20 times in like one minute and it's so easy. <laughs> yes, I love that. So Megan and Max, before you recorded these books, did you listen to any other audiobooks? Did you have like a this is what I would like it to be like or sound like or, you know, come forward as? I did a little bit, to be honest, but mostly with the, sort of the post-production. It, it was the first time I recorded a book with the divorces relationships and then I was like playing with the different sounds and you have to have certain decibel settings and so uh, for, to be able to upload it to them. So um, I was listening to a lot of different versions of what it would sound like with the ear basically, you know, with the bass and the treble and the mids and so forth. But um, my focus was mostly about getting the, the energy of Gary across with that book. And then the energy of Shannon with Talk to the Entities book, because they are so unique and I, you know, admire them both hugely and what they create is amazing. So it's, it's interesting being the voice for those things of people that are, I guess the people that have created them. Yeah, to be so lucky to get to yeah yeah to to do this and for people that you truly admire 
I guess yeah, and, adding... and then there's also a lot of feedback from people too that are like, I listen to you when I go to bed at night, <laughs> which is really funny. You know, like the different responses that you hear from different people that have listened to the books. Yeah. Megan, have you, have you gotten any responses, like any feedback on people listening to you? And did you listen to anyone before? Yes, I've gotten lots of feedback. Um, people tell me that they love having me read to them at night, <laughs> which is interesting. And, you know, I've listened to several, several different audiobooks, but I also used to do this for a job. So I used to actually be the person listening to voices for different voiceover talent. So I would be in a recording studio and I would have 10 or 15 people come in and audition mm. for the role of a voice in different whatever it was, it was, I worked with a talent agency. So it was depending on the client, what type of voice they were after. And so I learned so much about how you have to, reading the words is one thing, but you have to actually entertain a bit and engage with, with the words. Otherwise it's super monotone and super boring, <laughs> but also the talent of not going so slow that you are now putting people to sleep. So like there's, all these things that you can play with, like Max was saying, like the volume, the speed, the pauses. In the book that I read, there were sections where it was Dane, like I had to kind of be Dane's energy and then I'd have to be Gary's energy and then I'd have to be just like the book's energy. So there's different characters that you, these aren't fiction, but there are different characters that kind of play out. Or if they, in the book, they tell a story, like getting the energy of that story and being really the yeah, like the voice or the whatever that is that brings it to life. And that's amazing because, so for me, the more we talk about the audiobooks, it's kind of like, since I already get, for me, a book has an energy, any book has an energy, but it seems like the audio and the reading of the book and then the listening on the book adds two other layers or levels of energy or energy interpretation or energy translation or whatever and it it actually is like it adds something completely different so one of the things that we hear a lot is that people like Lale was saying they both read the book and then they listen to it on audio and so that it is a it is like a unique different way of getting the book out in the world now if you were to do another book Megan what would you do do you have a favorite something you would like to record <laughs> Ah, uh, I not like literally whatever book they were, if it was Access Consciousness Publishing, if they were to say any book, I would say yes to doing it. So there isn't a book within Access that I would say no to. And yeah, I have, I, I don't know. I love, like, I personally love the books. Like I have a bookshelf in my office and I have all of, I have a collection of them. And anytime I need an inspiration or I need something like I will literally just look up at the bookshelf, grab the book and ask what page to turn to for that day. So there's, I mean, I have like beyond the utopian ideals is one of my favorite go-to. I still go to the being you changing the world book. That one's already read. So I wouldn't do that one. The distractor implant book, which is living beyond distraction is huge. It's just like, I don't necessarily think that a lot of people, so if you're listening and you have heard of all of these books, but maybe you've bought them and you haven't read them, they are so dynamic. The one that I'm currently reading constantly is the Salon de Femme. I don't know why, but that one right now is just like every time I open it, there's something new in there because it's about creating a future 
that's never been before as a woman and what the difference is between men and women with that. So, and we even have that as an audio, and we even have that as an audiobook actually recorded by Diva Diaz in Salon de Femme. So, I think it's available as an audiobook or it's about to become available as an audiobook. So, people could listen, listen to it too if they would like to. <laughs> I'm old school too. I like having the actual book. So, but yeah. it's fun to have so many different ways of, of having the book in, in your life, whether it's via audio or if it, if you like it on your iPad and you like scrolling, or if you like the book itself, it's funny to go back to and see what you've highlighted or like, I like to mark things up and star it and things like that. And there's books that I've had for five years that I go back and see what I thought was like a big, huge thing at that time when I read it and see that it's actually in my world has changed and that there's a new big thing. Cause every time you read it, you get a different awareness. I mean, I remember I called Gary Douglas. <laughs> I think it was after the second day of recording the right riches book. And I was like, Oh my God, did you know that the energy of <laughs> the energy of generation is like so required to create money. And he was, he was like, yep. I mean, this book was written, I think 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah. And so it's the first time it's gotten its audio, you know, audio book. And there were things in there that I had literally probably read a hundred times and it, I just got it then. So <laughs> it's funny. You get it when you get it. And I'm still very convinced that somebody goes into these books and changes them <laughs> overnight, just, just for you, just for fun, like where you, or wherever you are at in your meandering world of change and possibilities. I so agree with that. I am convinced of that too. That has to occur. <laughs> um, Lale, if you could wish for a book to be recorded, which, which one would that be? Mm, so many of them. Um, you know, when Megan was talking about the utopian ideal, that one, Really, I would love to have that one in audiobook. Yep, that's we we maybe we can suggest this to ACP, the Access Consciousness Publishing Company, and see if they would like to have that recorded as an audiobook. And Max, whoever is the voice for that? Oh my God, that would yeah. be. I think that one's actually in process. I don't know if I'm not supposed to do spoiler alerts or anything. You can always take this section out from the <laughs> podcast, delete it. No, no, but I think so that's what that one's actually in progress. Not with by you? me, no. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, by another I, amazing voice. Another oh, voice. I think you're right, and I think I know who it is, but we don't. Oh, have to... No spoiler alerts. Yeah, <laughs> no, that one we save. But the spoiler alert is they, you know, if you are interested in getting an audiobook, and if Utopian Ideal will be a book for you, then keep an eye out because it's going to come yeah. out in the audio soon in an audible.com close to you. But Max, if you could record an audiobook, what would you? Which one would you pick? Like Megan said, basically any of the access books I would do, I would even do Salonda Femmes, but <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That would not be for me. I think a woman definitely needs to read that. But um, the home of infinite possibilities is something that um, has definitely been pinging me. I've read that several times and it's been, uh, it was actually created from a seven day class a number of years ago that I was at as well. And yeah, it's just amazing. That would be my pick. Well, we're going we're gonna to take these suggestions and take them to ACP, not Utopian Ideals, because that's, you know, already in action, and see what can be created. And if you who listen to this have never listened to an audiobook, 
it may be time. It may be time to even try one of the ones from Access Consciousness Publishing, since everybody on here, that's been the main kind of books we've been talking about. And you'll find all of them on audible.com and also in the Access Consciousness shop. So you can go there and check that out. And if you would like to hear more about Big Better Best Books podcast, you can go and you can sign up on my website, bigbetterbestbooks.com. And I will send you an email when we have a new podcast out. Is there anything any of you would like to add? Otherwise, I am so grateful you came on and explored this with me. Except that they come and change the books at night, which I think everybody <laughs> should take with them <laughs> from this show. <laughs> but any other, any other thing you would like to add about audiobooks? Just really quickly to hop onto the other side of the listening side, because I really enjoy listening to audiobooks as well. Is somehow it includes your body in a different way as well, like when you're moving mm. and listening or even driving listening. It's not like your your eyes aren't engaged on that, you know, same thing. And it creates a different proprioceptive receiving of the of the book as well, and which I really find brilliant. Plus you can just, you know, listen to stuff at so many different times in the day, not just sitting down reading. I think that's very true. I would I've never looked at it that way, Max. And that is so true for me that it's a very different, more, my body's more part of it when I listen to an audiobook. While when I read it, it is more focused on my brain somehow, because that's where the exactly. information like comes. Like the eyes, the eyes straight yeah. to the brain. <laughs> so that's so if, you, yeah, so just to explore what it's like to take in a book with your whole body, the audiobook is a good way of trying yeah. that out. Brilliant. Thank you. Anyone else that wants to add something? I just want to thank you all. And as someone who loves to listen to the audiobooks, bring it on. I want more. <laughs> yeah, I'm just very grateful. Thanks for having, having me on your show. And I love everything that you're creating with all of the books. And yeah, what else can we create? It's funny. Like I was looking at that today. I was looking at, I truly love books. <laughs> I'm realizing that it's like, it's, it's something when I was a child that I fell in love with, I fell in love with books and it sounds a little odd, but I read all kinds of books from self-development to fiction, crazy, weird fiction and to like crimmies, like anything that has to do with books. I love creating books. I love talking about books and it's such a gift. And just this conversation for me that we've had about audiobooks now opens up this area where I start looking even more at the different ways of receiving books. Like how can you actually receive a book in different ways? So some of the upcoming uh, podcast episodes, I would love to get a panel together and then we can all look at different ways of receiving a book. So until then, thank you everyone and go to my website and sign up if you want to know about upcoming episodes. Bye. Thank you so much, Katerina. And thank you, Lale and Megan for this too. It was amazing. Thank you all. Thank you.